Well, welcome to Coffee with Vern, a time where we have intentional conversations about the gospel and we desire to talk about theological truth. Thanks for joining us. We hope you can learn and grow and be fed through this. Boker Tov, good evening. Oh man, I've already messed up. <laughs> it is, Tov, look, it's one of those days. Good morning, there good afternoon, go. or good evening. Man, <laughs> Jesse, I'm guessing you're having a bad day. Yes, that's no, that going to leave it at that. Yeah, and that is an understatement. I'll I'll put it that Bless way. Bless his sweet little heart. Um, if you for, see Jesse, give him a hug. He loves well, hugs. Well, and for those of you listening, this will be, have been yesterday at this point. But he loves hugs. So Wednesday night when you <laughs> see him, <laughs> infiltrate him with don't hugs. Just be telling people him. that. Um, we have a special guest, and we're not. We're just going to go ahead and start with saying. Welcome, Brother Jim. Hey. It's nice to have two Jims in the room. There Jim you go. And Jimothy. That's it. Because your first name is James. Correct. That's it. And so we're excited. This is longtime fan, longtime brother, longtime friend, and coworker. Mm-hmm. So we are excited. We're going to talk a lot about, well, you're getting interviewed. We're just going to put it that way. So be, <laughs> Lord great. knows what could happen. We'll see where it goes. I, and, and here's the fun thing about this. We really need two hours for this because you got three, three theology buffs in the room. <laughs> I mean, honestly. And so um, I'm not married, but you two are, and y'all have a limit on your spending of books, but I don't. But mm. I think if we didn't... Which is why I had to borrow one of yours. Exactly. <laughs> and usually this one causes me to go in debt with book recommendations, yeah. or I cause him to ask his wife permission. Yeah. So, Well, that happened... I when, get in trouble. <laughs> when Jim walked into the podcast room, he saw my book, and he's like, huh, I already have too many books. <laughs> <laughs> How many times a week does that like honestly happen between talking Ecclesia last week? I'm recommending all these things or it's just yeah. uh, it's a good time. But we've got lots to talk about there. Um, we're excited. Look at mm-hmm. look at this. Oh, yeah. This is new. Here we go. So the five soul laws shirts are in. And let me tell you, they're going like hotcakes. We only have like six left. <laughs> <laughs> so <Sorry guys. laughs> um First come, first serve. Um, Mr. Jim's already got his, but you yeah. know, um, he did. He did what he was supposed to. You know what he did? He emailed me. Oh, there you go. And he said reserve, and I did. So we got a stash right here, and I think there's literally like six, but there's a there's quite a few larges and mediums. I think there's one extra large. Wow. So if you are like needing that. You might want to hit a brother up. And is there any smalls? Is there like one small? There's one small, and that's probably reserved for Jacob Milford. Oh, well, yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, um, but if you need one of these, let us know. Uh, my Greenville folks, I hate to break it to you. You're probably going to miss out on this one. Um, but as I asked Jesse, uh, we are going to do another run of these if they're yes. a big hit. Yes. Because there's, there's no date, no, no date, month. No month. So this, this could be like a standard yeah. shirt. Uh, but what we might, and if, if people are like, man, I didn't get one, I need one. Yeah. Like, you know how it goes. Uh, we might do, you know, like a pre-order type deal yeah. or something. And we could do the other one from last year as well over again, maybe take off reformation. Puritan month? No. Oh, the not, ref- yeah. The one with Martin Luther, Luther on it. Dude, yeah. that was, a, that was, a, that was I, I gotta say, I want to, I have something in mind for wanting to throw a face on there. Just putting it that way. <laughs> Just, I have an idea. Okay. Uh-oh. It never ends well, but I have an idea. So, but these are here. 
Um, but let's get into it. Um, I'll share my little story on the back end. Oh yeah, because I really hope he. <laughs> I'm just gonna save it. I'll save it. Do you think? <laughs> do you think he does he listen? He asked if I'm still recording. Oh, I mean, it was like the first question he asked me, and I'm like, man. This man makes me want to cry because I love him. Because he listens to you. Well, just because of a lot. Um, but yeah, it's just uh, good stuff. So we'll we'll bring that up at the end. Don't let me forget. Well, Mr. Jim, we got something special on tap. Um, yeah. I stopped talking about coffee. Oh my word! Are we about to talk about coffee? We are for a minute because oh, yeah. the two snobs are here. Stop everything! Um, I can't believe it's been it's been how many episodes in this season. And we haven't talked about coffee at all. Well, let's let's talk about why I had COVID and I couldn't taste it. <laughs> yeah, but even before then, I think you did mention it once. Well, one you, you remember you came up to me on Wednesday. And you're like, James, you got to smell this, and I'm like, brother, I can't smell anything. <laughs> and you said, how dark was? What kind of coffee was it? It was um, called Headbanger. Oh, <laughs> Is this another thrash episode? <laughs> you better watch out. I'm telling um, you, here we go. Watch out. There it is. Side note, my brother over here is a metal rocker as well. So, uh, but yeah. only has come lately. Yes, I have influenced. I think. <laughs> um, well, it, it was a progression. It was back in the day when DC Talk was the thing. Oh yeah. So is that what oh, dove yeah. you in DC that, Talk? That got it. That started it. Wow. Um, then there was Reliant K. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, from Reliant K, it went to Skillet. There it is. I knew it <laughs> was coming. Red. Red's what got me into everything I listened to. I was like, these men are sweating and screaming into a microphone, and I love it. The gateway. It was. It was a gateway. A hundred percent. Like, it opened <laughs> the doors to all metal for me. And then I think when she was in high school or just after, Tiff liked um, Five Hour Frenzy a lot. I've heard of them. Yep. So, you know, what's what's amazing is if me and you let's let's put this into perspective. Me and Mr. Jim should have been roommates in college. <laughs> think about think about this. We would both be broke from coffee expense to and going deaf. to concerts. Be deaf. We'd be deaf and from studying theology. Just put that in perspective. Be the smartest deaf metal rockers. All black T-shirts every day. <laughs> It'd be awesome. But oh, and talking about T-shirts, yeah. I did a quick cursory count uh-huh. of what I have. I stopped it at 100. Wow. <laughs> Is that metal T-shirts or just T-shirts? Just T-shirts. Just T-shirts. I was about to say, that's... You quite, do have a really impressive. sweet T-shirt collection, though. Uh, quite a while back, Tiff posted on Facebook, said, my dad has more geek T-shirts than I do. Yeah. That you do have right, really though. cool t-shirts i told you that one you were wearing was it a couple weeks ago after you got back from your conference um and it, was it baby yoda on it is it baby yoda yeah that was my favorite one that was, Na- no. name the conference dragon con that's no it. i wanted james to do oh, it sorry. no that's no, that's okay <laughs> dragon con yeah which man that's what comics and stuff uh it's just about every yeah. fandom imaginable every fandom. it's uh, got <laughs> movies TV shows, books. So I thought it was just comics. Gaming, comics. That's, a, that's pretty cool. Uh, that's a big art. Aurora of things. Big Aurora. Yeah, that's stupid. stupid. What? Aurora? You know, like Aurora. a... I'm trying to fix my idioms and you're not helping. <laughs> oh, I love it. Keep them coming. It's a big... See, but some of the things you say, I want to incorporate now into my life. 
I think you should. We totally got off of the coffee talk, but that's going to lead us <laughs> into our discussion. John Owens on Perk today, Puritan Perk, got it, with a new cup, Barista Alley. Yes. Thank you, Barista Alley and Greer, for your overpriced smoothie, but your delicious coffee. This is going to be good. So we're back to doing a couple of interviews, got a couple planned, and we wanted to kick it off with our brother, Mr. Jim. So as we opened up and kind of said, Mr. Jim is a co-worker here at West Acres, uh, a dear friend, you have been, how long have y'all been members? Because you've been here as long as I've been alive. Uh, <laughs> that sounded really bad. <laughs> we first came here in 98. So oh, wow. we joined in 2000. So Now, the, the, our joke with that, though, is our, her parents, Elisa's parents, had been members here before that. Okay. And so anytime we would visit them, we would come here for worship. Mm-hmm. Out in the thing. So y'all were a long time. So when we came in 98, well, Lisa and the kids came in June, and I got here in October. Mm-hmm. But uh, we joked that a lot of people probably thought we were members all along yeah, and just only came at special occasions. <laughs> people do that. Uh, or, or as they sometimes call them, CEO Christians. Christmas, Easter that. only. That's awesome. So 98, though, is when y'all joined. Mm-hmm. All right, so I was... I, we joined in 2000 because I was like, man, I know Miss Elise and Mr. Jim have been there as long as we have. I didn't mm-hmm. think y'all came after us. Um, but yeah, so, and how long have you been working at West Sears? I started part-time in the summer of 2003. Wow. That's awesome. So, oh, and, and talking about when you came, uh, Elise reminded me that she actually started you on guitar lessons. Oh. Uh-oh. Look at that. Look how COVID has messed up my memory. I don't remember anything. <laughs> I know she, I, I do, I will tell you, I remember very fond memories of doing kids' choir stuff and all mm-hmm. with Miss Elise. I remember, and uh, Miss Donna Postel and all of them. Like, I remember those things. Mm-hmm. Those are Jimothy. memories. Yeah, little Jimothy with his bowl cut. Um, those are the days. Yeah. Um, and so, but so 2023 will be 20 years. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's crazy. That's awesome. And so let's, yeah, let's, let's talk a little bit about that. So been at West Acres since 98, like true membership here, um, working here since 2003, but let's, let's go all the way back to, I'm little Jimothy. Let's go back to little Jim. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> just give us, uh, because I've honestly, we've never talked about it as long as yeah, we've no, been friends. No. So just kind of um, take us through your life. I could use a. I think it's a quote from somewhere that I started out at a very young age. <laughs> started out at a young age. But no, I was born and raised in eastern Kentucky. Oh, uh, that's right. Little town called Ashland. Okay. Well, small compared to, uh, say, Augusta. Mm. At its peak, we had like 43,000 population. Wow, oh, yeah, small. <laughs> yeah. Uh, mill town. Okay. Uh, we had an oil refinery. Um, a steel plant, and a few other things that fed into that industry. So it was a very blue-collar, has a lot of coal mining mm, and yeah. things like that, and also a history of country singers. Yeah. <laughs> Bless your heart. I know. I, I didn't <laughs> yeah. listen to Bless it. your heart. I listened to the local rock stations. There you go. See? <laughs> Rebel at heart. Yeah. Um, but I guess start out kind of a geek in a way. Uh, one of my pastimes growing up was to sit in front of the shelves with the encyclopedias, and I would just 
Leaf through them wow. and read. That's something we're striving after, though. I'm going to yeah. be honest with you. Like the knowledge you get, like Stephen Lawson talked about, he just reads through dictionaries sometimes for fun. Yeah. And I, I like, I know people are probably like, huh? So <laughs> but there's a, there was a house. I don't know if you know this house, but there's a house in Greenville that is in a synagogue. They bought a synagogue. It was a Methodist church after it was a Jewish synagogue. And now somebody's house It's in Greenville. I'm surprised you don't know it. But the they have a bookshelf in that house that is enormous. Like it's got to be 20 feet high, hallway running through it. And this dude has read, and he says, I've not read all of them, but I've read 99% of them. And I'm sitting there thinking, that's what I want. You got to find that for me. I've not heard of that. And they don't have a TV. And that's what I really think that's the big thing is I didn't see a TV. I'm sure when he has downtime, that's all it is. Reading. So you love to read from a young age. Well, I won't say I'm an avid reader. Because I've started a lot of books and have set them aside. Amen, brother. <laughs> amen. Hey, David Nowing, if you're out there, I know you're amening with me. So amen. <laughs> Does he do that too? We just talked about the book that we both did that at the same time with last week. Well, I'll start reading the f- first bit of a book and I'll hear about another book and, and I'll get that. And on. we buy it and start it. That's, <laughs> see, I'm amen. I'm there. Like you think, man, James reads uh, all his free time. No, I've read 50% of a ton of books. 50% of 50%. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, of course I'm of the age where I don't remember not having TV. Hmm. Okay. How be it black and white. And our first TV had the round screen, but yeah. it was still nice. TV. And watching a lot of shows like Father Knows Best, Mm. Leave It to Beaver. Okay. That one I am. (laughs) I I know that one. Uh, Gunsmoke. That's still one of my favorites. Just saying. Uh, And, uh, but anyway, um, joined the Navy shortly after, well, I started college. Okay. That's what Um, I was wondering was when. um, This, I graduated in 71. Okay. Uh, Vietnam was still going. Right. Mm. Uh, so I went actually to a um, community college. And and it kind of felt more like just a continuation of high school right. to me. So I was kind of losing interest. In fact, I <laughs> skipped one class long enough that they told me, oh, we just dropped you from that one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I had friends like that, honestly. But, um, mm-hmm. Was involved with the BSU. Right. It was BSU that time. Baptist that Student time. Union for Life. BS, NGU BSU for Life, if you're out there. <laughs> but um, <laughs> had a real good run and make buddy friend, and um, he was having trouble paying for school. Mm. Um, so he um, decided, he said, you know, I'm going to go talk to the recruiters. So I said, yeah, I'll, I'll go with you. And so we went to some of them, and the Navy recruiter, I said, you know, that sounds interesting. And so I... Joined the Navy, uh, let's see, shortly after I registered for the draft, because the draft was still going then. Right. Oh, wow. Which, uh, side note, by the time I was in boot camp, I got a letter from them saying, you didn't make your uh, induction physical. And then when they drew the <laughs> numbers for my birth date, it was like way up there, and I wouldn't have been drafted. So, gotcha. But I was still there. Yeah. And so that began that adventure of a little over 20 years. Okay, so that's why I was also wondering is how long you were in. So 20 years in the Navy. 21 years active, six years reserve. Okay. Mm. Uh, during that time when I was in Norfolk, which I spent a good bit of time there in Virginia, 
was where I met my wife at the BSU. Ah. <laughs> well, I had a, a relative of a neighbor that was a BSU director in a different city. And so I went to visit him one time. He says, you know, you ought to visit the uh, BSU at uh, Old Dominion University. Old Dominion. And he said, the director there is a friend of mine and, you know, some nice people there. So I went, and that's where I met Elise. Awesome. Meeting them at Christian functions. That's yeah. the way my students, that's how you're supposed to do it. <laughs> so you're saying at college. Don't date until you graduate. Function. When you graduate, go to BSU, BCM, campus outreach. You find someone there. Can I tell you something, though? Our campus outreach at Tech was a joke. and You go to a local church. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. All the all the people in You want to know where I met my awful. poofy-haired, curly, amazing, uncoordinated girlfriend? The local church. There you go. Love you. But that's not why you go to church. No. I'm not done with the speech. <laughs> Finger's still pointing. You don't go to church for that. But, okay, so now... All right, my question to so about the Navy stuff was, when, did you go in as a chaplain or did that pick uh, up later? No, I was enlisted. Okay. Um, let me think. 13 years as enlisted. Okay. Um, but, you know, we were active at either the church or one time when we were overseas, we would, did a, I did about a year, a year and a half in Australia. Mm. And we were active with the, um, with the chapel service there. And so through that influence, God worked with me to mm. say, you could do this. You right. should do this. Um, but it took a little bit of time before that because we left Australia, went back to Norfolk, which is interesting. Uh, in the Navy, for enlisted, you fill out this thing they call dream sheets because you list where you want to go and what kind of commands you would like to go to. Mm. You may or may not get it. Probably not. <laughs> so, hence the dream. But it makes you feel better when you're filling it out. <laughs> but two things, one thing in one place I didn't put down was Norfolk, Virginia, and an aircraft carrier. And I got an aircraft carrier out of Virginia. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I was going to ask, were you on an aircraft? How long were you on an aircraft carrier? Uh, about a year and a half, because it was a what they call a split tour. Um. And that was during the time of the um, Iranian hostage crisis. Gotcha. When uh, just before Reagan took president. Yeah. Right. In fact, the carrier we were on station in the Gulf, well, not in the Gulf, outside the Gulf, when uh, Reagan took office and they decided, well, we'll let him go. Wow. So, wow. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So, chaplaincy picked up later mm -hmm. so at 13 years you're enlisted then the lord really used that so that's that's really cool well, yeah. then i decided well i had worked in communications as a, a what they call a radioman okay i uh, worked with teletype communication and a lot of shift work a lot of weird shift work because mm. see navy people don't have that thing where they say okay you can't work over so many hours a day yeah, you just work. You know, I'd had some shifts where you get off one watch, and then eight hour eight hours later, you're coming right back. Gosh, wow! So I got kind of tired of that and decided, well, I think I'll try and switch jobs. And I switched to a new job that had was at that time just coming up, um, called religious program specialist, which was an assistant to the chaplains. Mm -hmm. So I said, I'll try that. 
And I did one tour of that in um, in the Norfolk area. Okay. And from there, I was looking at, well, while I was there, I worked on my degree. Gotcha. Which I always tried to tell, especially junior enlisted folks, you know, work on your college education if you don't have it yet. Because they do have programs to help with paying for it. Mm-hmm. Right. And a lot of colleges have on-base campuses for them. And they're pretty lenient as far as what they count as full-time work. Right. Um, I'd like to take two or three classes, and that was considered full-time. Of course, that was all I had time to do. Right, right. Uh, but um, so I did that. It was a major in psychology with a minor in religious studies um, from a school in Florida called St. Leo College. Okay. Um, yeah, it was a former Catholic school, but... <laughs> <laughs> We won't hold that against you. Don't worry. <laughs> We're not talking about the Reformation or no, anything today. Not yet. Well, actually, when I was there, it wasn't really tied with the um, the, call, the Catholic group that gotcha. it had been. Yeah. It, it, it went that. But in fact, we had one teacher that did classes who was a uh, Greek Orthodox priest. Mm-hmm. But uh, those of us in his classes would tease him and say, well, you're really a closet Baptist. You know that. <laughs> Because of what he, things he would say, I've heard that so many times with other things. It's not even funny. <laughs> but I was looking at it, going to graduate school when I finished that, and I thought, well, one of them because it was a good school in the area for social work, mm. or get out and go to seminary. Well, I ended up going to uh, seminary, right? Um, and I was kind of picking between New Orleans and um, Southeastern. And, uh, of course, I went with New Orleans partially because I have an uncle that went to New Orleans, and he was a real strong influence yeah. with mm-hmm. me. He was a uh, retired, well, when this was going on, he was a retired missionary to Brazil. Wow. He had spent like 40-some years there. Dang. Um, <laughs> yeah, because that was what I was, I was wondering when you went to New Orleans, because you have a master's in divinity, right? Correct. Um, you have what I'm trying to get. That would, let's see. I started that in January of 85 okay. at New Orleans. Um, you know, I'm looking around, and a lot of people were saying, well, I'm going to try and get done as quick as I can. I'm thinking, no, I'm going to take all the time they'll give me. Mm. <laughs> so was that during, that was during while you were in? No, I left active duty okay. and went into reserves, which that okay gave me continuity of time. So you did it while you were in reserves. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Okay. That was the next part of that question. And so how long, how long did it take you to do your master's of divinity? Three years. I graduated December of 87. All right. So I have to keep it at three years is what you're telling me. Like, I don't know. You can go longer if you want. I'm, I'm getting, <laughs> they, you, don't, they don't penalize you. I'm getting weary, brother. <laughs> I am weary. Just keep going. They only penalize um, <laughs> doctoral students if they go long. I know. And I want uh, that. And that's what scares me. Well, what it is, what they do is. After a certain amount of time, the um, fees go up. Yeah, for the doctoral students, yeah. but master's students they don't care how long you take. Right, because I know a guy that took nine years, and I'm congratulations like, congratulations on your on your doctorate, James, and your fiftieth birthday. Right, <laughs> congratulations on your master's, James. <laughs> you, Thank uh, you. You have Thank you look much older since <laughs> you have three kids. Once in college. Three wow. Um, no, no, no. We're still be in 
Oh, hang in there. You'll have make it. three kids by five years. You, you, Anna, do not listen to this, <laughs> Lord. We, Lord, I'm counteracting that prayer request, and I'm praying that you will hear my plea. Uh, uh, wow. Uh, so, masters of divinity, and then, um, all right. So, after you've got your masters and after reserves, um, what what did you do with like that? Well, um. Of course, actually, some, especially f- for our denomination, it's not that easy to get on active duty because a lot of people don't want to leave. Right. You know, like in, in the military, they have a hard time keeping doctors and nurses because, you know, they can usually make do better off. Off, out. right. But chaplains, it's a whole different story. They stay. Really? They stay. <laughs> <laughs> and stay. Yeah. And why is that? Well, some groups like... Baptists or other um, free church type groups um, tend to get paid a little better with the military than at the local small church. Well, it is standard too, yeah. (laughs) But um, so from there, I went to Pensacola for about a year, year and a half, and took did what they call CPE or clinical pastoral education, which is a clinical residency study of operating as a chaplain in a hospital. This one was a hospital okay. setting. Um, so that, and I figured through that would give me some extra help and training and experience to go on active duty. Mm-hmm. Of course, during that time I was still in the reserves and, and right. doing, serving as a chaplain in the reserves. And so they have different denomination chaplains, right? Uh, yeah. Um, I think I saw somewhere there's like maybe a hundred different denominations or faith groups that represent chaplains. Oh, wow. Uh, well, the process, at least for military and some others like the VA, require that to be able to go in, not only have to have a bachelor's degree and a an advanced degree, mm-hmm. usually an MDiv or a master's of theology or related, because some denominations don't have the seminary and masters of divinity. Um, But they also require what they call an ecclesiastical endorsement. (laughs) Because, big words, right? Basically what it is, you know, like, well, say like for the military, the the government doesn't endorse religion per se. So what it is, these different recognized groups, and there's rules to be able to be recognized, give an endorsement for a person saying, okay, this person is a minister in good standing with us. We, we uh, say he's okay or she gotcha. in some cases. Wow. Um, there's more to it than you like. Yeah. You come to realize there's all kinds of, you know, Baptist, Methodist, all the mainline ones and some small ones. Right. Um, when I was in chaplain school, we had a lady that was a uh, Christian science minister. Oh, <laughs> We got now a location uh, of that up the road. Yeah, um, they have Mormon chaplains. Um, you you Orthodox. Could, you could walk up to the football team and say, "I have an ecclesiastical endorsement." These kids would. Look you good. should call me chaplain. Those kids would be like, "Who the heck are you?" <laughs> <laughs> Listen, dude. Character coach. So, no, some of them I'm call me coach. <laughs> I've got one of my boys. Every time he sees me, it's like. Yo, what's up, Pete Asta James? I'm like, 
What's up, brother? How you doing? <laughs> this is the same kid that calls me Popsicle Boy occasionally. Wow. I'm like, my man. Do you Got give you. him Popsicles? Uh, I was when it was really like stupid hot on Thursdays because <laughs> they have shorter practices. I was taking Popsicles and clipping them. Oh, man. Uh, dude, you talk about 90 guys. Like, I, I feel like through. now I need to have a character of you, this Jimothy the Popsicle Man. Wow. So there's more to it than you realize. Yeah, and, and they have a wide variety of groups like Roman Catholic right. and there's other Catholic groups that most people don't know about. Right. Like so when I was in reserves, my senior chaplain was part of what they call the liberal Catholic church. Oh, wow. I've heard of that. Um, right. Which is interesting because they allow their priests to be married if they were married before they went into priesthood. I've heard of that. Yeah. I've heard of that, which is strange. Yeah. And I had something to get to him one time. And I hand it to Elise and say, you know, take it up to the door. Well, I didn't think to tell him about that. And the guy's wife comes to the door and she goes, they have, He's or at least married. the army has a Muslim chaplain mm-hmm. and a Buddhist chaplain. Uh, there are no Wiccan chaplains. Praise. But yeah. that's only because there's no singular national group that could be recognized yeah. as an endorser. So the essentially what I'm hearing is the the Christian chaplain is has is a very important role. Mm-hmm. We have we have some new members and he is a chaplain. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I we oh man, I can't remember their names, but longtime members way back they were ch- uh, and they moved uh because of military, I think, but they were chaplains. Mm-hmm. Um they had a daughter in the youth. Like and I never really knew how important that role was until we had a little bit of conversation and even just now. Mm-hmm. That's a that's yeah. a mission field. Yeah. yeah. And among the roles, um, the chaplains advise the commander on moral moral and religious right. things. Um, there was a couple of different times I had to work with somebody that wanted to leave service because of religious reasons. Right. Uh, they were grew up Jehovah Witness, and they wanted to go back to the church. and So the chaplain was one of the steps in the interviews. But they did that. They also will do a lot of things that pastors do right. in a local church, like services, uh, Bible studies. Um, interesting, on ships at sea at night, the chaplain does an evening prayer over the announcement system. Wow. One thing, uh, chaplains are limited to their own conscience and the requirements of their endorsing agency all right so Um, explain well for example i would as a chaplain i would support the needs of people right uh but if it was something i couldn't do for example i had a a person that wanted their baby baptized on the ship i said well you know i don't do that but i'll find another chaplain in the area that does that Mm. i got you Uh, that kind of thing so a chaplain is not expected to lead a religious service for some other kind of group. I got you. Gotcha. Well, that's good. I mean, so there's boundaries, but man, talk about mission field. Yeah. <laughs> he just, like my grandpa, you know, we've talked about, it, but my grandfather was Vietnam vet. And when he was alive, he would, he would tell me of like the stories and the things he was a drill sergeant. And it's just, you think, about the mission field that is. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'll tell you, I, I love where West Stickers is located, how we have so many 
military families that are coming and being fed and taking that back to the workplace. It's just amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so I see there is uh, there's something sitting over here. <laughs> we we got Jesse. We have another picture we need to copy. Oh, well, we can add it to the shelf. Hold that. that. Hold me, that up. Let me do my flash image. Right there. Right there. Oh man! Look at that. Now that picture is one from one of the commands where. They will have like what they call a murder board where they have all the different key people and their mm-hmm. picture and who they are and what they do. You're like the commanding officer, right. the executive officer, the chaplain, the senior enlisted guy and all. And that's what that picture is. I'm just thankful that you have continued the stash. Yeah. Because I am a big fan and supporter of mustaches, mm-hmm. as many of you know. And for those that have told me to shave it, shame on you. This well, you is always Charlie get the to Caterpillar. A, you always get to a point where you do shave it. It's because it itches, man. Well, I I think you should push through the itch. I'm pushing through the I'm, itch with the I'm, hair right now. I'm okay, challenging you. I'm challenging you. <laughs> push through the itch yeah, and grow you should do out. That. Absolutely, your mustache. Right. I'll hold you to that. Do it. If not a beard, too, or at least the a beard ain't tail. coming. I can't do that. The itch right a here. A little, but I can do this. Okay, you got a deal. Do it. <laughs> right. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm. This could be what leads Evans to a region championship <laughs> and state championship rally stash. I. I'm not shaving it. Mm-hmm. And, and if we lose Friday, I'm shaving it. Does <laughs> Anna no, no, no. like it? Yes. Okay. Okay. That's good. Exactly. It's all what, what is what is holding you back? I don't know. <sighs> Actually, I've only shaved it once since my early twenties. Since like completely off. Since I yeah. Since I wow. Stop. Once since I've been married. Stop it. And that was a long time ago. You've just trimmed it since then. Yeah. Brother, that's amazing. I was already married. I shaved it off. Elise looked at me and laughed. So I said, (laughs) no more. (laughs) That'll do it for you. You you need to shave everything. Allison has when somebody has a beard or a mustache and they shave it all off. You know, they look like a whole different person. Yeah. Allison's never seen me without facial hair. Not not doing that. What if I just came in tomorrow and just struck <laughs> it? Ying. I think she might kill you. Ying, ying, ying. Like legitimately. Oh, man. I have a place you can hide. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to be needing it. You have an SUV all up in the back. Um, all right. So some rally questions. Fire, you know, we, rapid. rapid fire questions for you because these are the ones I'm curious about. Can you handle this? We're going to hit the theology boom, boom. stuff. Okay. Are you ready? So rapid fire question number one for all of us. Favorite theologian. Ooh. I didn't give you time to think on any of these. I know you got know. some love. You love some theologians. I do like Erickson. Okay. You like Millard Erickson. Wow. And um, frame was interesting. Okay. Um, I can't think of any. So those are, oh, I was about to say, any from the Reformation or anything that just like... Nothing ah, hits me right off. Man, yeah. gosh, that hurts. Okay, <laughs> but I can live with Miller J. Erickson and some John Frame. I can deal with that. Yeah. Okay, so those favorite theologians. All right, favorite, um, favorite book that you've read within the last five years, if you can just think through. <laughs> like, what's one of your favorite books within the last five years that you've picked up and you've just been like, wow. I can't think of the name who wrote it, but it's one on doctrines that divide. Yeah, I know. Ooh. I I have it. 
Um, I, I don't remember who wrote it, but yes, Doctrine and Sabbath, it's a really good book. And it's, it, really it's good interesting because it talks about what are some of the things that lead to difference of opinions. Right. Uh, thoughts, right. things like reading ability, mm-hmm. uh, things like past history yeah. and how they approach something, um, and just academic ability. Yes. Yeah, I a wide variety of things. Stay tuned. I'll bring that. I need to bring that next week of who wrote Read that. Read it. I, I own, own it. it. I do own it. <laughs> I did. I picked it up a second, Charles. All right. So those two. All right. Third, um, favorite blend or favorite type of roast of coffee? Well, definitely dark roast. Yeah. Uh, there's man. two or three. One is the total depravity. New one I got recently, the uh, headbanger one. I didn't uh, try it. From a group called Sanctuary. Okay. Uh, I think he's out of Nashville, Tennessee. Okay. Uh, his name is Bob Beeman. Oh, is that Pastor Bob? Yeah. Okay. You know him. I do. I can been trying to get you, him in. You're the one who showed me who that was. I've been trying to get him into to watching his stuff. Wow. Um, he makes out. his own coffee? They've started making their own coffee. <laughs> wow. uh, I didn't get any right away because it was just ground at first, and then yeah. they went to whole bean. Wow. But it's a so interesting. dark roast Brazilian, I think. Oh, wow. Yeah, that is dark. I've no, had some Brazilian. No monkey poop ones? No, no, we don't do the monkey poop coffee, Jesse. We have told <laughs> you this a thousand times. One day. Not monkey. It's actually some kind of weasel out of South Asia, Southeast so. Asia. See, he knows. I'm well, not. I'm not. Touching I don't care with what it. kind it is. I'm getting it one day. I'm not dealing with well, it. I'm going to put it in your Puritan perk. Before you do, <laughs> that is about the most expensive coffee in the world. Yeah, you go ahead and spend what that is, and find out what, what is, Allison what does. What is money, when, Allison? Do you hear these when things? Memory is on the line, <laughs> Allison. <laughs> um, all right. So the fourth, we got five. Fourth question. Um, favorite book of the Bible. Oh. I'm going to go with Hebrews, followed by Romans. Oh, there it is. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't have guessed Hebrews. That's awesome. Yeah, Hebrews is tough. Such a good book, though. I know you love Romans. We've talked about our love for Romans many a times and very thankful for our love for Romans. Um, all right. And then finally, what is your – because you are, you are like me and Jesse. You have many hobbies. You have many loves. Right, many, many endeavors. But if you had to narrow it down to like what's one of your favorite things like out of hobbies or loves or whatever, what would it be? Can't say your wife. We love you, Miss Elise. We know he, we I'm, <laughs> we know at Brownie Points, yeah. we know he is on the top you are on the top shelf. You ain't gotta worry. Well lately it's been been what binge watching shows. Really? Yeah. All right, so like our what our current one is Eureka. I have not watched that. BBC? Uh, no. Which it, one was your account? It was a sci-fi. Sci-fi. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, of course, Doctor Who. Yeah. Doctor there's Who. The you and Jesse Holmes, man. <laughs> Y'all love that we'll show. We'll get you into that, too. One We're day. working on it. One day. I got a lot I got to watch before then, apparently. <laughs> okay. Well, so, good. So apparently, also, just collecting books is a... There it is. There <laughs> it is. I'll tell you, there is nothing better in... The, us three, call us what you want, nerds, whatever, lunatics. But there's nothing better than cracking open a new book and shoving your and nose right in the middle of it. It smells so good. 
<laughs> but now I do some digital reading too. In fact, uh, I've worked on them to get the Lagos system. I had a funny story. Uh, had a friend ask me about Lagos and I was like, yeah, I think it's great, but James has spent way too money, much money to go backwards. So <laughs> one day, but yeah, well, cool. So some rapid questions, a little bit about a brother. Man, we're so glad. We're going to do this again. We're okay. going to have you back on for a special topic because I want to pick like something theological that us three love, and then we actually do like some research, bring it, okay. and discuss it. Mm. I think it'd be fun because we all three have a love for a lot of the same things except Jesse and his weird hate for coffee. Um, <laughs> but we all love, we love the scriptures. We love the church, right? We love studying, and we love the Lord. And those are like four things that – you know, that bond us three um, and thankful for the conversations we've had over the years. Me and Jesse have had over the years and us three, even today and over the years. And so I look forward to many more. Mm -hmm. And we're definitely going to have you on again next season for one of those topics. Cause we had already talked about that. Um, Cause we want to bring out some theological things to talk about, mm. bring back some of the root of coffee with Vern. Okay. Um, and so I'm excited, but man, this has been good. So here's what you need to do. Fill your cup of coffee. Enjoy a good roast. Enjoy Go check out some Brazilian H2O. dark roast. Get the headbanger brew. Do not get the weasel poo poo brew. <laughs> but enjoy a good cup One of coffee. And Ooh. pray that Jesse never has enough money to order this coffee. I'm going to have to go look it up. Nope. Yep. But until then. Oh, wait. Note about the shirts. If you want one, don't email James anymore. Because we're almost out of the sizes, you're gonna have to find James. Find me. So, how much money do they need? The how much were these? Fifteen. Fifteen dollars. Find me. First come, first serve. Um, it's just how we're having to do it. But <laughs> I promise you, we are going to try to Reorder. do another round of these because these turned out so good, and they yeah. they're such a great evangelistic tool. I'm telling you. These are right now my favorite shirt because it's the evangelistic tool that they are. So we want you to definitely have these. I didn't get to tell my story about my professor. That's it what it was. Time. But I'm going to save it for next yeah. week because that's I just was blown away. But until then, I hope you're listening, Dr. Milton, because I love you. Um, but until then, man, go in peace. Come find me for a shirt. Get a good brew. Thanks for being here, brother. Good it's stuff. a good time. But until then, Shabbat Shalom. We'll see you next week. Go in peace.